Welcome to the Medit Church Podcast. Today we're going to be continuing our family vacation series with a sermon entitled called Anger. Sit back, relax, and enjoy the podcast starting right now. All right, I'm excited about today to be continuing our family vacation series. Woo, you guys, man, I'm jacked up about today. The baptism is going to be great. I'm certain, I tell y'all what. But today, I want to talk to you just for a few moments about a topic that I think we all have dealt with at some point in our life. And we maybe, Amy, dealt with this on our way to church this morning. But today's title is called Anger. Anger. Anybody ever been mad? Like, I mean, angry. Like, angry, angry. Like, above angry. Anybody? Anybody want to be on? Anybody want to be super on? Anybody got angry on the way to church this morning? Anybody? My golly, me too. You know why? I got over there to get coffee this morning, and they didn't have the kind I wanted. I was upset about it. I really was. I got in there and said, you kidding me? I wish they're Dunkin' Donuts. What is this? And they're just like, hey, we got rid of that months ago. I'm like, why? American runs on Dunkin'. What is this? And then they jipped me on coffee. Now, I don't know about y'all, but I like my coffee like black. Like I don't like cream or sugar or anything. I like it just as stale as it can get. <laughs> Anybody else like it? Amen? No, nobody? One? I got one in the crowd. Amen. Tasha's a creamer drinker. And so she likes milk, a little bit of, she likes a dab of coffee with her milk. But I was upset. How many of you ever been upset with your family? How many of you right now still upset with your family? <laughs> I'm not looking. Pastor, it's confession time. I am be honest with you guys. This week, I walked into work. It wasn't even my day to be there. Stopped in. I had an ear appointment earlier and talked to you guys about this uh, on PhD last week. And I walked in, and I'm sitting there. I'm talking to my teammates, and I'm sitting there, and uh, there's rumors circling around about our manager may be leaving, and, and we were praying hard against it that she wouldn't be leaving because she's really awesome. And, and we get the notification through email that she was leaving. And she was in the office down the hallway, and I yelled at her. And I said, I said, hey, her name. I said, what is this shenanigans I just got on my phone? She said, what are you talking about? She's coming there. I said, what is this? What, 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 are you kidding me? What, what, I, I'm lost for words. And then I told her, I said, listen, I said, no, all seriousness, congratulations, it's good for you, it's a promotion, it's awesome, we're going to miss you. And I'm sitting there and we're talking about a couple of different things and, and I'm sitting there and I said, I'd be really honest with you. I said, I really want to go outside and I want to flatten off four of your tires on your car. I said, how upset I am, I was mad. You know, when you got somebody that's really good and you really, really like them, you're like, we don't want you to leave. This is her. She's great. She's got great management skills, and then here she is leaving us. Now, I want you all to know she drives like a $90,000 car. It's a char- Dodge Charger, and this thing is, I know, it's a Challenger, and it's purple. Man, this thing, y'all, it's fast. It's, it's a pretty car. I've only sat in it. I've never rode in it, <laughs> but I know it's fast. <laughs> and I was like, listen, something really happens to your car. It wasn't me. It really wasn't me, but I was upset. I was angry. But today I'm going to talk to you guys just a little bit about anger. Y'all remember back a couple of series ago when we started talking about Jesus in the temple, how he flipped the tables, he flipped on the people, and then, I mean, he, he didn't flip on the people, he flipped the tables. Let me get my shenanigans right. 
I know you remember, because it's her first Sunday, and I flipped that table, and I didn't know what, I didn't know she was going to come back. <laughs> I was like, I was, they said, you know that was her first Sunday? I said, yeah. I said, I, said, I was just in the moment, and I about killed my camera, and thank God you come back. <laughs> she lied to someone, she's like, this guy's crazy, I got to keep, I, I saw, oh, she said, I already knew he was crazy. Hey, can I have my beach ball back for <laughs> Y'all, I didn't know, I don't know if y'all know this. We've got a bunch of beach stuff in here. And, and her mom came today, so I'm, I'm picking on you guys a little bit. I'm so glad you came. And, and she's like, hey, I seen your beach scene, and it makes me really want to go to the beach. I said, me too. I said, take me with you. I'm upset I'm not there now. The waves flowing, sand in between my feet. Now, nah, wait a minute, that's pushing. I don't like the sand in between my feet. But, <laughs> but listen, we talked about Jesus flipping tables. But he didn't flip on the people. And so today I want to reread this scripture from Matthew 21 and 12. It says, Jesus entered the temple and began to drive out people buying and selling animals for sacrifice. He knocked over the tables of the money, chargers, and the chairs of those selling doves. Now, again, what did Jesus do here? He flipped the tables. He was upset. House of God, he was, the people up there doing some, they spiked up the prices, they price gouging people, they selling these things, they, they just being ugly. They being mean to these guys in the temple. And Jesus got upset. They were treating the people bad. They wouldn't talk to the ones that didn't have enough. They, they, they were just all just mean. And so Jesus like, listen, guys, y'all got to get up out of here. We ain't doing this shenanigans. We got, we got, we got to go. Uh-uh. No. Jesus went in there, and he's like, man, I'm not going to be mad at the people. Even though I'm upset at them, I'm not going to go in there, and I'm going to beat them up. I'm going to punch them in the face. I'm not going to catch them outside. I mean, he, he was legitimately caring to the people there. Sometimes when we're anger, we're in those moments. We say things or do things we probably shouldn't be doing, right? Nobody wants to admit that. But I know me and Tasha do. There's been times where that filing cabinet's come out, and that files are just a pulling. And she's telling me that I did this, I did that, you did that on this such and such day at this such a time, time. And I'm like, I have no idea what you're talking about. And then we use what we call elevator words. Now, I'm going to tell you all something about elevator words. What happens is, is what starts as a simple miscommunication. Now we're going to elevate it. Now we're going to push the second floor. You know what? You don't ever, ever do what I told you to do. Now we done bumped up the first floor. <laughs> all right, now we're going to go on up. All right, all right. We, you, you, you just, that's ugly. Oh, I'm ugly now? Oh, now we're on the 10th floor. <laughs> you don't care about nothing but yourself. Now we're on the 20th floor. We use elevator words. Always. You always like this. That's probably my go-to. You always do this. You don't ever do that. What's wrong with you? Why? What? Stop that. So we use elevator words. So you married couples, you probably know what I'm talking about. And those in relationships, you understand these things that I'm saying. We've used elevator words. Maybe you're not married or you're not in a relationship. Maybe you've got friends and family that you've used elevator words with. Man, you just ride out stink at life. Oh, so I think now? What is this? Now, I want you all to know, my best friend, if he walked in here right now, which he won't right this minute because he's a pastor in Moxville, but if he walked in here, me and him were at each other's throats as soon as we hit the door. Now, we love each other like brothers and like stepbrothers. 
Don't touch my drum set or my drumsticks. But we fight like cats and dogs, but we generally love each other. This is how we communicate. He's a good guy. You're a good guy, man, if you watch this later on. Handy, he's an awesome guy. But there's times in our arguments, Tasha, I tell you, I done learned the secret, y'all. Me and y'all want to know the secret? Tasha, cover your ears. Me and y'all want to know the secret? Just let them think they won. And just stop fussing. Because I have tried and I have learned over the years just to say, okay, whatever. And I just stop. And sometimes her elevator words start to go up. And, and, she, and I'm like, I'm not even getting on this floor. I'm not even, even going to. I'm going down. <laughs> I'm going to take the next one. Is that okay? Because what happens is, is sometimes we just, we, the, the enemy wants to get in those moments because we're vulnerable. Our spouse or a friend or our work, co-workers at work or boss, they done upset us. Now, now we're elevated. Now we're upset in those moments. And I want to tell you, and we'll talk about this here in just a moment, but don't make a permanent decision based on a temporary emotion. It's just like a gun when you pull that trigger. Once you pulled the trigger, you can't take it back. So wherever that bullet goes and whatever that bullet and that damage does, it's going, it, you, there's no fixing it. The damage is done. Now, you, now, been in the health field, once you, you know, I've been to gunshot wounds and I've been out there and, and there's times that you can fix things, you can fix that wound. But guess what's always there? The scar. That damage is done. Sometimes our words, it says in the Bible that our words and our mouth are sharper than the two-edged sword. And I truly believe that sticks and stones may break my bones, but words never hurt me. Whoever come up with that lie. And I told you guys the other week, I'd rather you come in here and I'd rather you punch me right in the face and say, I hate your guts for this than you ever to ignore me. I should tell you, you want to make me mad? Ignore me, ghost me. Whew, I can't stand that. Y'all check us out in Proverbs 25 and 28. If you cannot control your anger, you're as hopeless a city without walls and open for attack. Did y'all hear me? If you cannot control your anger, you're as hopeless or helpless as a city without walls open for attack. There's this game that used to be back in the day called Clash, uh, Clash of Clans. Clash of Clans. And the goal was is you would set up your castle there and you would set up your troops and your walls so people couldn't get in there to get you loot and get your castle and get your stuff. I think I'm talking about this right. <laughs> but the goal is for the enemy to come in, get past the walls, to get in there to the house and take the goods. See, that's what the enemy wants. Is he wants to get inside of our house, our temples, our bodies, and, and he wants to get into our minds and start destroying us from within. Because if he can get inside us, he knows what's, comes to, what's in us will come out of us. So I want to encourage you guys, just like this game, to protect your house, protect your body, protect your mind. Because if you don't and you get angry and you start flipping on the people, you're opening yourself up for attacks. And again, that's when the enemy wants to get us at our lowest. Does this in Proverbs 12 and 16, a fool is quickly tempered, but a wise person stays calm and insulted. Now I'm going to tell you all what. It's one of the hardest things that I've had to learn. So your pastor's going to be honest with you. It's, it's, it's been very hard for me to learn over the years not to get upset at people. Now, I've been in emergency services for over 17 years. Why am I sharing this with you? Because I don't, I don't know if you guys are aware of this or not, but there's times where we have to go out to incidents where bad things have taken place. 
And you know what we have to do? We still have to treat the patients, even the bad people there, with respect, with dignity, and treat them the way Amy being insulted. I'm going to tell you right now, I wouldn't be a cop in this time of age for anything in this world. And I thank those men and women that do that job. But they constantly are insulted and beat down and broke down. So it's important for us to pray for our police officers. And we're praying for our police officers and we love them guys. But they are very, very wise people. Because they take insult after insult. And we see, I see videos and videos all the time of a police officer just taking And they're just sitting there being as nice as they can. That's hard. So how can we control our anger? We need to calculate the cost of the anger. What's it going to cost for me getting mad? What's, gonna, what's it going to take? Or what's going to happen once this bullet and once these words are out? What's going to happen? What's the damage that it's going to cause? What's the fallout that's going to happen? And again, it says in Proverbs 29 and 22, it says, an angry person causes trouble, and a person with a quick temper sends a lot. <laughs> now, y'all don't point no fingers now. Anybody know somebody like this that, that <laughs> but they, they, man, they got some anger built up in them, but they send, they, they send a lot. <laughs> Cussing everybody out. On the freeway, they're just angry. Angry. Why, why are you so angry? Oh, my goodness. <laughs> I said, don't, say, don't, don't spell words either. <laughs> but a person, but an angry person causes trouble. Causes problems. It causes issues. I truly believe that people out there, they're just so upset that you're happy that they're trying to stir up stuff. I know for a fact there's people that hate us because whatever reason, but they stirred up trouble for us because they're, they don't like what we're trying to do. They're angry about what we're doing. So they stirred up problems and sinned a lot. But God's not finished with it. He's still writing our story. See, hot tempers causes arguments. Hot, temperature, hot tempers causes arguments. There's been times where I've been, I've been fired up at Tasha. And I've said things that I shouldn't have said, and vice versa, she said things she shouldn't have said. She cussed me out one time. <laughs> we were hot. <laughs> he was mad. Now, I will tell you all how this is all seriously. This, this really, truly really happened. She was so mad one time at me. We was going to interstate. We was going like 80. And this cat tried to open the door jump out. I'm like, what are you doing? <laughs> stop it. Stop. But, but calculate the cost of the anger. I mean, she was, I mean, she was mad, y'all. I'm just telling you, it's, I'm being honest. She was mad. She'll tell you, I was mad. And, and yes, well, it's, uh, it, this is two days ago. I'm just kidding. This is all the time. But, but think about that. People get so upset in those moments. She was ready, she was ready to jump out of an 80-mile-per-hour car to get away from the anger, to get away from the situation. I mean, calculate that cost. I mean, honestly, think about it. If she would have actually got out of the car on the highway, whew, she'd been messed up. Road rash wouldn't even be again to begin to start the process. Number two, if you're taking notes, look past their words to their pain. Look past their words to their pain. Sometimes people are going through things, and they're just saying things because they're hurting, and they want you to hurt just as bad as they're hurting. And so when people do this, when people say bad things to me, I have to look at them and I have to pray for them and I have to say, hey, I don't know what you're going through, but I love you. 
And I'm going to wrap my arms around them and say, hey, how can I pray for you? You insult me. I'm like, hey, man, okay, how can I pray for you? <laughs> so I'm, 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 I'm praying for you. You want to, you, y'all want to use some elevator words? Somebody's really mad at you. You say, I'm praying for you. <laughs> I don't know where that'll take you. Right, I'm going to use my mom and daddy again. I remember one time when I was a kid, they were arguing in the front seat. I was in the back seat with my brother. And my dad began to quote scriptures. And he said, peace be still. And all of a sudden, everything just stopped. I mean, how you argue with that? You start throwing scriptures at people and you start really spitting those words out. And ain't nobody going to be able to stop you. He said, no weapon formed against me shall prosper. Including our words. Proverbs 19.11 says, a, wise, a man's wisdom gives him <coughs> uh, patience. Sorry, It's just to glorify, to over, overlook any offense. And that's, again, that can be a challenging thing, especially when people are constantly at us. Think before you react. Think before you react. And again, this is something your pastor has struggled with in the past. If, you know, just been in that moment and just boom, 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 boom. I start spitting things out and, then, and I don't really think about the consequences that it partakes. I didn't think about how they're, going, how they're feeling or what they're going through in their life. That now I've done elevated something. I done took it up to another floor that it shouldn't have been on. So you guys to think before you act. To think before you react. Somebody insults you, just be like, oh. All right. I got to pray about this. I got to seek after God. <laughs> Let's see. I lost my spot. Number four here. Ask God for help. Pray that God will help you and guide you. Pray, pray, pray. Gonna mess me up now. Let's calculate the cost of anger. Point one, point two. Look past their words to their pain. Point three. Think before you react. And then number four. Ask God for help. Ask God for help. Sometimes. When we're in those moments, and there's been times Tasha will tell you, I've been so mad, I've been upset, and my go-to is I'll go get in the bed, <laughs> cover up, cover up my face, bury the pillow, one little tiny hole so my nose can breathe. <laughs> one little tiny hole. And she come in there and be like, are you through? Are you done? And she starts messing my nose. I'm like, ah! <laughs> But I do that so I can get isolated and I can start praying to God. God, forgive me for my actions. God, forgive me for how I treated my spouse. Or forgive me. If I, sometimes I've been at work and people just ride out just crazy. doing some crazy things. I've had to walk away and go get in a room or go get in a truck or go isolate myself and begin to pray, God, you're going to have to help me through this situation. You're going to have to help me not to say bad things or go out there and flatten their tires because they're leaving me and, and they're going somewhere else and getting a new manager. And, and you, God, you got to help me. And it's okay for you to pray for help. It's okay for you to have your prayer circle and your people in it and you reach out to them and say, hey, I'm dealing with this. I'm struggling with this. Will you help me pray? Pray. Now, again, find you a group that is going to pray for you and not a gossip group. Pray in like Psalms does in uh, Psalms 141 and 3. It says, Lord, help me control my tongue. Help me to be careful about what I say. Get up every morning if you have to and pray that in Psalms 41, 141 and 3. It says, Lord, help me control my tongue. 
help me to be careful about what I say. And I've had to pray this prayer over and over. God, pray, help me not to be mean today, not to cut somebody off in traffic. And, and that's what, I'll tell you, that's what's grew me a lot of patience is dealing with traffic. It says the fruits of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, and patience. Galatians 5 and 22. We've got to have love. We've got to show joy. We've got to show peace. And we'll grow patience when we do that. Right now, the, you know, most of your restaurants are struggling to have staff. And I've seen something on Facebook. Hey, you had some people that showed up for work. Be loving and kind to them. When you don't get your order right, hey, just be courteous to them. Hey, things happen. They're short staff. It may have took a little bit longer than it probably normally should have. But just be under the understanding that, hey, right now they're just short. And this person, they're just showing up to do their job the best they can. So I want to encourage you to have patience with people and show them the love because you don't know what they may be going through. And then number five, it's your move. Your move. Once you've done all these things, you've prayed and you seeked after God and you showed your patience and you showed your joy, your kindness. Now it's up to you of how you're going to respond to these things. I'm going to close with this. Proverbs 3. 5 and 6 says, trust in the Lord with all your heart. Do not depend on your own understandings. Seek his will in all you do, and he will show you which path to take. It's a lot of times where we decide that we want to take our own paths. Hey, well, I was done this way. I was treated wrong. They were mean to me. They cut me off in traffic. And there's times we want to chase them down and we want to get revenge and, and we, want to, we, just, we want to get back at them. But in doing so, what happens is, is that guides us down certain paths that we had no intentions to, God had no intention for us to ever be on. So use caution, guys, whenever things come about your way and you want to get fired up. You may be going on a family vacation very soon. I'm going to give you some guidance in saying, hey, just be slow to anger. Back off because imagine what the cost could truly be. Who all is it going to affect? When you throw a rock into the water, it causes a what? A ripple effect. Just like our words, they cause a ripple effect to take place. If you guys don't mind, if you'll stand with me this morning. And I want to pray that God will show you guys and help you to be slow to anger. Because we all, again, come from a different background. We all have dealt with anger at some point in our life. Somebody's done us wrong. People's done me wrong. Church people's done me wrong. But you know what? You know who's never done me wrong? Jesus. God. He's always been there right on time when I needed him the most. I may not have seen it. I may, it may not have made sense. It may not have been when I wanted, but God was right there when I needed Him. When people were doing these things to me, they were attacking me. I showed them the love that God showed me because He didn't flip on the people. He flipped the tables. Let's pray today. Father God, thank you so much again for all you do in our lives. God, for you taking it all. And God, for you not flipping on us but God, when we do wrong and we get mad at you and we get angry because you don't maybe, you didn't do, you didn't get us that promotion or you didn't get us that, that uh, finance that we needed for a new home, God, whatever it may be, you know, we, God, sometimes we get angry at you. 
But God, you never turned away from us. God, help us to show us that you still love us and help us to love people when they do us wrong. And show them the same love that you showed us. God, it may be a struggle. People may be struggling today with anger, God. God, I want to pray against the enemy in the name of Jesus. Because the enemy is going to tell us that our story is finished. But God, you're only beginning in our life. God, you can rewrite our stories. God, begin to rewrite stories in people's lives today. God, if somebody don't know you, they'll know all I have to do is say this simple prayer. Dear Jesus, I'm a sinner. Thank you for coming to the earth and dying on the cross for me. Forgive me of my sins. And God, help me to be slow to anger and love people like you love me. In your name I pray. Amen. Thank you again for tuning into the Medic Church podcast. If you need prayer today, you can submit a prayer request by going to www.medicchurch.com forward slash pray. Submit a prayer request. Our team is standing by ready to believe that God's going to meet each and every need that is submitted. We can't wait to be with you next time as we give another life-giving message. We'll see you soon.